You're listening to the Root of Joy podcast. I'm Brooklyn, a yoga and mindfulness instructor. And I'm Amanda, an empowerment coach and your designated best friend. Hi. Hello. Welcome, listeners. I'm <laughs> so excited. Yes. Thank you for being here with us. Brooklyn, how are you? Oh, gosh. I'm good. I'm good. I am tired of being in my house. Same. But I'm good. Same. You know? Um, I miss going to the movies. Oh my gosh, but me I'm, too. You know, Date whatever. night is not the same. It's not. I it's mean, a very different thing. I love, I love my husband so much, but like, we always live in our house, so that's not exciting. Yeah, but, I hear you. You know, me and my kids chilling. You know. Yes. Are you happy to be away from your kids a little bit? I am a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nice to get out for a second and just focus on something else. So. Yeah. You can admit it. Yeah, it's, it's okay. fine. We love the kids. Them. I love. We do. We do. They're <laughs> but so me cute. Time. Me time. I love. <laughs> yeah, I love you time too. Right. So. Right. Yes. <laughs> so we have some super fun stuff, and this week our quote that we're going to talk about is "Choose where your energy goes." Yeah. So that's kind of our whole thing here. We decided when we did this podcast we have so many thoughts and so many different things we want to share and talk about and plus we just really like talking to each other (laughs) so if we can like find a way to do that professionally I'm not gonna fight it but we decided we want to just pick a a quote we want to pick something to focus on um to kind of direct our conversation and that is our quote for this week to kind of talk about so it's a it's a really when Brooklyn sent that quote to me I like stopped in my tracks because I think all of us struggle a little bit with energy and with prioritizing and with that, you know, when she sent it to me, my brain just immediately went to my to-do list and the people that I have to take care of and all these things that drain my energy. So that was for me a huge, um, step in looking deeper at where is my energy going and what am I doing with my time and all of that jazz, you know? Oh, for sure. And honestly, I didn't even think about it in that aspect. When I looked at the quote, it's like, choose where your energy goes. For me, it was all internal. Like, I don't know, struggling with things like anxiety, you live in your brain Mm -hmm. all day long. Right. You know? So all of my energy is always invested in the things that I'm thinking about and whether that's good or bad can kind of determine the whole energy of even my day. Right. So, I don't know. We both had so many different, like, thoughts and perspectives that went totally different ways that were like, okay, we have to dive deeper. Right. So, I kind of broke it up in my mind into two sections. Like, where is my energy going and who is my energy going to? And those two things kind of define for me a few things. And I want to share them with you and I want your take as well as you listeners on where our energy should go and how to fill it. So I kind of viewed it like, have you heard the quote um, or the phrase, if your cup is empty, you can't, you know, you can't fill up other cups, right? So I kind of looked at that as energy. You know, if we're constantly giving all this energy out, we aren't leaving anything for ourselves unless someone else is refilling that. So for instance, like an, a relationship, you and your significant other are constantly giving energy and taking energy to and from each other. And it's kind of a balanced energy or it should be for a healthy relationship. But let's talk about the example of motherhood. You're constantly giving this energy 
and giving and giving and giving <laughs> all the time. And you do get the few little hugs and the few little yes. thank yous and the I love yous. And those definitely help give you some positive energy back. But as moms, we're definitely giving more energy than receiving. So for me, having the gym or having girl time or a book to read every once in a while kind of refills that energy for me. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Well, and that's the thing too, is like your kids need that energy from you. Right. That's being a parent, right? right? It's It's mandatory. It is. It's sacrificing all of that for them and it's a good sacrifice. Right. I think sacrifice sometimes gets that like negative connotation. Mm-hmm. If I have to sacrifice something, I'm losing something. Right. When in reality, it's a good sacrifice because you're you're gaining by giving. Right. But that being said, that sacrifice also does come with your energy. And right. It is. It's draining. I don't even have kids and I know it's draining. Right. You know? It's they need it all the time. Well, and you're a teacher. I am a teacher. And that takes a ton of energy. Oh, man, it does. I love them. It's it's teenagers, guys. All teenagers. <laughs> All teenagers. <laughs> like, do you remember when you were a teenager? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I was kind of a brat. I'm oh, not going to lie. Oh, man. Uh, these teenagers are better than me. Like, really? They really are. Oh, that's nice. I know. It, it is. Because <laughs> if I had to teach a bunch of me, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, that's a real thing. Um... And they, which is funny enough though, because even though they're older, I think they still need pretty close to the same amount of your energy Mm -hmm. in a different way. Right. Like they need, they need some emotional support and it it looks different than toddlers who need your, all of your attention energy. Right. Right. But your support energy goes to these kids all the time. And I love to do it, but it does, it is draining. It's draining. Yeah. So what do you do to like refill that energy for yourself? I am really lucky in the fact that when I get home from work, I have some alone time. So I have some time to just sit and breathe. And for me, of course, yoga always Mm -hmm. speaks to my heart. I just come and if I can move my body in a way that helps me to like release some of that tension, I feel way less drained. Even just taking a second to just be still yeah, and just like let myself feel what I'm feeling. And and we'll dive into that in just a second because that's a big, big part topic. of this. <laughs> and I could talk about it for the rest of my life. But for me, it's a total game changer. It right. was like, like you said, spending time reading a book. Yeah. Just having a moment to like regain myself. Right. Yes. So another big thing for me with this um, choosing where your energy goes is to who. And ooh. Right. So I don't know that I even thought about that until I really thought about this quote. Because for me, it was a lot like the task list, like going to the store and, you know, going to school and going to work. Those kinds of things are obviously where your energy would go. But to who you choose to give your energy to is so important. And I know a lot of you have heard of the... Um, word toxic or like toxic relationships. So in my head, that converted in this quote to people who are not giving you that same energy back are oftentimes a toxic relationship. Right. And we're not talking about your kids. (laughs) No. The kids are done. We've moved on. (laughs) Listen, your kids aren't toxic. No. It might feel that way. No. But they're not. No. We love them. Right. These are are, uh, much, much older people. Yes. We're talking about adults. 
who so, maybe should know better. Yes. Yes. So I found a really cool quote. It is from an unknown author, but I found it on hercampus.com, H-E-R-C-A-M-P-U-S.com. And it says, you disrespect yourself every time you say yes when you want to say no. You call it loyalty, love, and friendship. Really, you're just hoping someone will see how amazing you are and choose you. It shouldn't work that way. Choose yourself. That's how you teach them, by choosing you. Right? I love it. Like goosebumps. And so, I am talking to you listeners who feel like maybe you're in... Maybe not even toxic relationships, but relationships that you give and give and give in and don't get anything back because you're searching for that, like, I don't know, that someone telling you how great you are or validation, validation. Yes. yes, That's the word I'm looking for. So stop doing that. (laughs) You are exhausting yourself (laughs) and it will be hard. It's not an easy process to try and scale back on maybe a friendship or a co-worker's relationship or maybe even it's a relationship with your spouse. Like scaling back a little, if you're continuously feeling exhausted and emotionally drained because you are giving too much of your energy that's not being returned. Yeah. There's just balance in all things. Right. And I think you have to think too on the flip side. So if you think of it in the relationships that are more balanced, right? The relationships where you do feel seen and validated. Right. And the way that those may, like, those feel, and not to get, like, too hokey-pokey yogi on you, (laughs) but, like, energy is a real feeling you have. Like, you can feel people's energy. Yes. You know? Like, that's a thing. So, and you think about the way that the balanced relationship actually makes you feel. Like, the other person who's making you feel validated and seen without you having to give your whole heart and soul 24-7, that feels easy. It feels comfortable. It feels safe. And... On the flip side, those relationships where you're giving way too much, it feels heavy. Yes. It feels exhausting. Yes. It feels draining, you know? And so it's like paying attention to the way not only you're distributing your energy, but how all of that energy is making you feel right. on good and bad, like spectrums. Right. You know? And I think there's a valid point in knowing when your energy is gone. Ugh, yeah. When you are done and you are tired, you know, I have this syndrome (laughs) or this problem (laughs) where I say yes to everything. I literally do. And it, some people view it as a positive. I don't because I don't know when to draw a line and be done with other people and giving my energy to everyone else. Um, Brooklyn's actually been an, an amazing example of this for me. And I, I have literally had Marco Polo conversations with her crying in my closet because I have said yes to too many things and too many people and I feel like there's so much expected of me sometimes that it my energy's gone and I cannot move and I am stuck. So coming from a yoga side and yes. from a meditation side and a mindfulness side, there's like an external struggle with you know where your energy goes, but there's also an internal yeah. struggle with it too. So what, how would you talk to someone like me about that? Like someone who's always more focused on the outside than truly what's going on inside of you and listening to yourself. Well, I think it's the, it's the same application of the idea 
of your kids, right? right? Like, we all kind of have this inner child, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's so loud. Mine cries a lot. So, <laughs> especially when I'm hungry, right? That's my two-year-old tantrum. No, it's hangry. Oh, it's bad. Like, my husband can see it in my eyes. Oh, my gosh. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> so, bless his soul. Um, But, yeah, we all kind of have that inner child, right? And so, it's this idea of being able to come to grips with the fact that we're not going to be able to help other people if we're empty. Right. And honestly, I I do not claim to be perfect at this practice because I still find myself in ruts where I want to say yes to everything all the time because right. I want to do all the things. Who doesn't? Oh, it's the worst and the best at the same time. Right. <laughs> That's why I keep doing it. <laughs> but what it comes down to is being loving to myself. Yeah. It's like I have to actually love myself enough to be like, I can't love other people enough if I'm not loving myself. You know? It's like the airplane. Like, give them, give yourself oxygen and then everybody else. Or you'd be dead. Right. Crying in your closet. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Avoid those moments, right? So it's just a matter of being able to check in with yourself and be like, okay, how am I honestly doing? Right. Because if I'm like on the brink of having a breakdown, mm-hmm. why would I say yes to all these other things? Yep. Obviously, something inside of me is asking for help, and I'm for some reason, I'm able to tell that no, but no one else. Just back to our quote. Right? Yeah, choose yourself. Yes. You have to be able to choose yourself, and there's nothing selfish about that. Yeah. Because in reality, we are being so selfless when we can come and give people the best versions of ourselves, mm, I like that. You know? Right. That's what I would say. I like, <laughs> well, I like that approach too because choosing yourself doesn't come easily. It no. feels selfish. And it feels, when someone's asking me to do something for them, I want to give and I want to do. But if I can't, I'm not doing anyone any favors. No. By not, you know, by not giving that energy to them. So... I, I hear everything you're saying and I wish there was practices out there or maybe they would teach it in school. Oh man, yes. Right? Like how to self-regulate and how to know how to be motivated and when to be motivated and where your energy needs to go and how to listen to yourself. Well, how to actually like feel your emotions. Yeah. Because, okay, and this is like real life application here. Right. Let's talk about this crisis going on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about and take a quick look around at how everyone is reacting. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, we're not good at dealing with uncomfortable emotions. No. As soon as we feel them, we're like, oh, I got to fix it. And for some reason, people just want to fix it by buying all the toilet paper. Oh my God. I don't, I don't quite understand the time. It makes me so angry. <laughs> it does. I'm like, where is the toilet paper? But obviously, there's something inside of them that's like, there's, there's scarcity and it's creating fear in them yeah. and irrational fear because as we know... COVID does not cause endless hours in the bathroom. No, it so, does not. But they're prepared if right. it does. Right. But oh my gosh. But let's just like look at that. It's like we have this really uncomfortable not only emotion going on, but situation. Yeah. We don't know how to navigate this. No. We've never done it before. No. It's totally unknown. And so it just is so much of like an awakening to me at how much we fight being uncomfortable. Right. 
Because who wants to be uncomfortable? Our brain tries to deflect it because it's actually like a protective mechanism. Yeah. Our brain's like, this is uncomfortable. We need to find a way out of it because it doesn't feel safe. Right. But what we have to do is try to rewire our brains to get to a place where we can tell ourselves, this is uncomfortable, but I'm still okay. Right. Because then you can actually feel, okay, well, why am I uncomfortable? Why am I scared? And we can actually ask ourselves those questions. We can actually start come up with solutions to the problem. Right. Instead of just acting irrationally and lashing out at other people. It's almost like stopping the thought from leading to an action. Yes. Stopping it in its tracks. Oh, sister, preach it. Yeah. And like <laughs> figuring out how to deal. Like, yeah. It's okay. We're going to survive this epidemic or right. pandemic, whatever the word is, <laughs> that's going around right now. We're going to survive it. And it's a matter of stopping that thought of fear and being afraid and, you know, in its tracks. And maybe even learning where it's coming from. Right. Why am I scared? Have any of us asked that of ourselves yet? Like, yeah. why am I so genuinely afraid of this? We don't really have a scarcity of food. No. There are some people, and the fear is very real of, of losing their jobs. Yeah. Like, that the that in itself is, is completely explainable, you right. know? But when it comes down to it, what's the root of our fear? Why are we feeling it? And do we just let ourselves feel afraid? Like, I don't think we know it's okay to be scared. Right. This is unknown. Yeah. Everything you're feeling is normal, and it's okay. Right. But the moment we feel fear, we're like, ah, this isn't okay. I have to fix it. And it immediately takes all of our energy, which goes back to like immediately our energy and our time and our brains are just hyper-focused on this scary fear. Yes. Okay. And we just numb out. Right. Exactly. Numb it. I just sit on the couch and do nothing because I don't want to deal. I watched all of Tiger King in one day. (laughs) One day. (laughs) One whole day. And it was the biggest waste of my time. (laughs) Well, I've heard a plenty about that show. And it sounds like that. But from that, did you gain energy like did you oh no I felt gross okay at the end of the day I was like listen I'm probably just gonna start buying tigers because there's no other way to fix this <laughs> I have to start my own zoo you have a tiger oh, his name stupid. is Strider he's massive he is I have listen I have a giant dog and I, I, I think he'd probably eat the tiger yeah. he's so big he's so cute um he is we love him. But <laughs> that being said, I felt disgusting. And so it was like, I have to move. Right. I have to move because I feel so gross. But it is. It's your energy. I spent all my energy watching Tiger King. Yeah. And gave all my energy to this psychopath I watched for a couple of hours. That's the way to do it. And man, it was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of giving it to something more healthy. So how interesting is that? That when we feel overwhelmed by the amount of energy we need to be giving so like the tasks and the people and all these things heavy on us requiring our energy and our time we in turn have no energy ourselves and we sit instead of doing all these things that we have allotted ourselves to do or assigned ourselves to do we don't do the list right we just sit numbly and think about it and that's the way we spend the energy Instead of being active and actually using the energy, you know? Yes. Isn't that kind of an interesting cycle? 
Well, and it just shows you the power behind positive and negative thoughts, right? Like if we are so focused on the worry and the heaviness of a to-do list, all of that energy goes to those heavy emotions. Right. But instead, if we look at it as like, okay, I have a lot to do, but I can tackle this piece by piece. What can I do right now? Right. It's like frozen. It's like the next best thing, next right thing. Next right thing. Do the next right thing. Uh Actually, that was the saddest song in the whole movie, and I don't know that I can talk about it without being sad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But that song alone, it's so funny because we watched that the other day. We're trapped in our house, so we've watched it like 50 times. But as you should. (laughs) As we're watching it, that she chooses with every step the energy that she's placing. Instead of staying in that deep, dark tunnel by herself... She chose each step to get a little closer to, you know, happiness and to do to the next goal. thing. Right. Her and next it was one thing. step at a time. And sometimes that's all you can do. Oh, yeah. That's Most all of the time, that's all you can do. Especially right now. Right. With all of this crazy nonsense. Yeah. It's one step at a time. One breath at a time. Other days, maybe we can take like three or four at a time. Right. And we're doing pretty like good. Like yesterday was a good day for me. Yeah. I took like five good steps yes. in the right direction. Lots of positive energy. And this then, morning, not so much. Yeah, <laughs> and that's cool, you know? It's like, yeah. all right, well, what do I have today? It's like almost honoring the energy you do have instead of being angry or beating yourself up about what you don't have. Oh, honor the energy you do have. I love that. That's what it is. That's so... I want to, like, write that and put it on a screensaver because if you can honor yourself and you choose yourself and your own energy in those choices you're obviously going to put yourself first and your needs and then give when you have it. Your emotions are going to be valid. You're not going to, do you ever do that when you like, you start feeling frustrated or you start feeling like down on yourself and then you back it up with thoughts like, gosh, this is so stupid. Why am I being so dumb? Yes. Instead of being like, gosh, I am feeling so sad and so unmotivated and that's okay. Because yeah. I'm a human. Yeah. And sometimes we do that. Right. That's part of being a human. Totally. But it is it is a skill. And it takes time to learn how to observe your feelings and actually listen to what your feelings are trying to communicate to you. So what can we give our listeners today to help them get through it? So in kind of thinking this whole idea of energy distribution, Distribution. Distribution. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, thank you. Can't <laughs> distribute my words. Um, energy distribution. I wanted to come up with a way to kind of break this down because this, in essence, is meditation. Right. But sometimes when we say meditation, people oh. are like, <laughs> what? <laughs> a Buddhist person right, on the floor. On, little, um, on their cute little pillows, yeah, right? Right. Which I would totally do in a heartbeat, Oh, me actually. too. But, I'm down. Um, Let's do it. But the word can be overwhelming. And I think a lot of times it's like mindfulness. The word gets tossed around so much that you're like, I don't even know what that means. So I wanted to try and break it down in a simple way that seemed manageable. Right. So what I kind of came up with was three words that I thought kind of encompassed this whole process. Okay. And it's listen, learn, and love. Mm, I like it. So the first step is listen. And in doing this, honestly, you just have to find a quiet, calm space. And if you've got little ones, maybe it's your closet. Oh, that's my, that's my, just go to your closet guys. There's no judgment on your quiet space. Just find it and embrace it. Right. So listen, you find your quiet space. You find, you can either sit there comfortably or I like to lay on the floor. 
I literally just like to lay on the floor. I might take a nap. Yes. But then <laughs> I, I don't do have to think about like, is my back straight enough? Is my posture good? Because I just lay there and right. it fixes itself. So I get comfortable either sitting or laying. I close my eyes and I just start to listen. And I listen first to the sound of my breath. And I just kind of take a minute to notice what my breath sounds like. Do you ever notice when you're really stressed, your breath is really like rapid. tense and rapid? Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. like the whole fight or flight thing, right? Mm-hmm. Your body tells you we need to have a higher heart rate, higher breath rate because something dangerous We're is happening. We're freaking out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you're like kind of having a lower day, it's like you're not really breathing much at all, right? Yeah. So it's really just taking a moment to listen to where your breath is. Is it in my chest? Is it really deep in my belly? Is it shallow in my chest? Is it in my nose? Is it in my mouth? Just listening and paying attention, not changing it, not judging it, just being like, oh, okay, there it is. Kind of taking like a little kid's perspective. You know how like little kids will notice things on people in the store and they'll like say it out loud and it's really embarrassing? Yeah. But they're not being judgmental. They're just observing. They're just kids. That's all it is. Right. So it's the kind of the same mindset. Cool. So first you just listen. And then after you've listened to your breath, you take a moment to just listen to what's going on in your mind. And you don't change it. You don't judge yourself. Maybe you've got your to-do list running through your mind and you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything on that list. And then you go straight back to, but that's okay. Because right now I'm just listening. Right. I'm just listening. That was my list. Obviously I'm worried about my list. And then you let your list kind of drift away and come back to the next thought. So you're just listening to what's going on in your mind. And then observing whatever emotions come up with it. So if your to-do list is in your mind and you're feeling anxiety about your to-do list, you just observe it and then you let it go. Hmm. Okay. It's like some people say it's like clouds going across the sky. Like you see it and then it just kind of goes on its way. Like it's there, but it's not harming me right now. And you're not changing it. You're not beating yourself up for thinking about it. Anything like that. And these can be good thoughts or bad thoughts. I'm just thinking though, if you're needing a moment to sit, sometimes you're overwhelmed with the bad ones right so after we've sat and we've listened we kind of come to open our eyes come back to the present moment and we learn so what did I learn taking that moment of listening to my body did I learn that I have a lot of learn that my mind is really focused on something that someone said earlier today and it really hurt my feelings am I worried that I'm not doing enough as a mom as a wife as a employee any kind of role that you're playing just again not beating yourself up just kind of taking stock of what came to your mind and what you observed right and then taking a moment my favorite thing in the world is to do a brain dump in a journal i love that oh man listen this girl talking to you right now (laughs) is me has had so many panic attacks and anxiety moments where my brain has just literally it's like mean girls you know that like yes what does she call it like the word vomit and like no but it's real vomit and then she throws up yes yeah don't throw up but it's like (laughs) word vomit right so you like just throw everything down on a piece of paper good bad ugly write everything down because then it's gonna stay there so after you've gotten everything out of your brain that you learned um, while you were listening, we're going to end everything by just leaving it with some love. So regardless of what we felt, whether it was fear, whether it was happiness, whether it was depression, anxiety, joy, we're just going to take a moment to appreciate that our bodies were having us feel these things to take care of us. Right. Like, thank you, brain. This sounds silly, but it's a real thing. 
thank you brain for helping me to feel anxiety because you're trying to protect me, but I'm okay. I can handle it. I'm okay. I can handle it. I can do this. And then one thing that really helps me to really kind of put a good like period on the sentence of love for my life is Mm -hmm. gratitude. So coming up with at least just three things you were grateful for that day, regardless of what your list looks like, regardless if it looks rough, regardless of anything like that, ending it with a note of gratitude. You know, maybe I spent all day watching Tiger King and didn't accomplish anything, (laughs) but I'm really grateful that I'm safe. I'm really grateful that I'm healthy and I'm really grateful that I still have a job. Right. And that's, that's something right now to be grateful for. Right. You know, there are things to be grateful for regardless of what I accomplished or didn't. And so ending it on that note almost kind of trains your brain to think, okay, feeling all those feelings is okay. Right. I'm okay. And translating that into, you know, taking it from paper and this moment of silence in your closet into life. When you open that door mm-hmm. from your closet and your kids are screaming on the other side or you have to go back to work, Mm -hmm. or whatever, taking that and using it into your daily life and applying it is so ideal and important. And we've created a kind of goal-setting sheet to help you with that and to try and help you set a goal to be able to focus on your energy and where is it going and how to just pause and take a breath when you need it because it's just necessary, especially right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've created journal sheets. There are journal pages. So there's one on my end that gives you instructions on how to listen, learn, and love and gives you a whole journal prompt and spaces to write to help you kind of break down that whole process yourself. And then, Amanda, tell them about yours because it's fantastic. I did the backside or the, the second page and it's about living it. So setting a goal for yourself and making sure it's a positive goal. I feel like all the time we set these goals that are so negative towards ourselves. Like for instance, I want to be skinny. Okay. That is not a happy, positive goal. How does that make you feel when you say that out aloud? You know, like your body's healthy and good. And so maybe changing your goal a little bit to, I would like to be positive for my children. So I would like to move my body every day. Ooh, feel that energy shift. Right? Right there. Right. Totally different. Totally. Like switching your goal from being this pessimistic, unhappy thing to a positive goal and then being realistic. Like Mm -hmm. obviously with your skinny goal, whatever you're, I want to be positive. So I'm going to move my body every day. You're not going to drop 30 pounds in two weeks. Like that's just not going to happen. So making realistic steps for yourself. There's a little box on the paper for that. And then the last and most important is just checking in with yourself and your why. Why do I want this for myself? Why do I need this for myself? And continually checking on your energy and where you're at and what's going on with you. So I love it. It's super fun. Yeah. So if you want these journal pages to kind of go along with the whole theme of our podcast, we have them at our Rooted Joy Instagram account. Right. So it's rooted underscore underscore joy. Good heavens. Rooted (laughs) underscore joy at Instagram. Check us out. We have it in the little link in our bio. It's totally free. You can just download it. All yours. You can use it to apply this because we just want you to have a good energy 
by right. everything you do. And if you don't have Instagram, just email us at rootedjoyretreats at gmail.com and yes. we'll send it to you. In a heartbeat. Yeah. So fast. We want you all to be happy. Yes. We want you all to be full. You want, yes. want your lives to be full, happy energy flowing through all of you. Yes. So we love you. And we love you for being here and listening to our podcast. Our first one. Oh ever. my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Please feel free to share this with like your friends, your family. Yes. Please spread the word. We, we would, would love you. Yes. Forever. Even more than we already do. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here with us, guys. Have a good week. Find some good energy. We'll see ya.